This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. Every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Nick. How are you, my friend? Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, a little nervous, as I'm sure the Cleveland sports fans are today, although I'm a Yankee fan, so I think we are we are rivals on this uh, on this terrific Tuesday, but great to be on with you guys and play some baseball later, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, so you said you're a Yankee fan. That was great. We just finished up our conversation with Nick Costos. No, I'm just teasing, my friend. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I, I feel like <laughs> I'm pretty pessimistic about today, so we'll see how this goes. Let me just ask you this before we get into the, the betting ass. How do you sure. feel about SpongeBob SquarePants? I was curious. Curious to see what the reaction would be last night, and I'm wondering what it's going to be like at Yankee Stadium. Are you anti SpongeBob right now? Um, well, I, in regards to like the Guardians and like they're like in Cleveland's fans' love of it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, just like if it yes. was the other way around, like if it was the Yankees, I would be like, oh, I can't look at that thing anymore. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, listen, that's the beauty of fandom, right? If, the, yes. if it were the Yankees thing, I would absolutely love it. It's the Guardians thing, so I despise it with every fiber of my being. But I respect <laughs> it, though. I think it's pretty funny. It's just not mine, so I'm going to hate it, of course. What did rain do to wagering? Uh, I, I think it helps the Yankees. Yankees get to rest the bullpen a little bit. Um, I was on with you guys last week, and I said <laughs> – the Yankees manager, I think, is lacking brain cells, and Cleveland's manager is awesome. And we see this manifest itself, not only like in this playoff series, but basically Frank Hoda's entire career and Boone's entire ill-fated error, not error, but error as Yankees manager, just with bullpen management. And I didn't really like a lot of the stuff that Boone did. I don't think a lot of Yankee fans did. I'm sure Guardians fans loved it, some of the moves that Boone has made over the last couple of days. But I think, you know, like the game being rained out yesterday, a respite for some of these Yankees pitchers in the bullpen, you know, with, with Peralta, obviously, being, I think, First and foremost, like another day for Holmes to rest a little bit here. Another day for Loisa to rest. And now Nestor uh, Cortez gets to pitch instead of Jamison Tyone. And look, Nestor like was not tremendous in game two, but watching him over the balance of the season. He was the Yankees' best starting pitcher of the entire year. That includes Garrett Cole. Now, Cole's great in his two games in this series. Now, you, you got to have confidence in Cortez here. Like, I, I think the Yankees should win today, and I am saying that unbiased here. I know I'm a fan. My honest opinion is, and they're obviously favored to win. They're better than Cleveland. Doesn't mean Cleveland can't win. The Yankees should win this game today, but should and actually doing it are two different things. How did the line change between last night and today? Uh, it's basically like maybe like the Yankees are up like another like 10 cents basically. So the Yankees were about minus 165. Now they're about minus 175 with Cortez set to pitch instead of um, instead of Jamison Tyone. So like if Cleveland wants to get upset, they should have played the game. I live in New York City. It was raining all night last night. Uh, we wanted like, I wanted the game to be played last night because I wanted to watch it. So I think that's where we're at right now. Yankees probably slightly more likely to win coming off the rain delay. And I know I was I was joke I was joking on our show about the weather, but the weather does look clear for this afternoon, right? It should be. Um, yeah. I was outside, and look, I'm, I'm in Staten Island, and the Bronx is about know, like an hour away or so. Maybe like everything's really close in New York. Just traffic makes it take forever. Maybe like a half an hour away, actually. And I've been outside. It is a beautiful day here in New York. Like it's a little chilly. It's probably like 50 degrees, but it's a beautiful day. The sun is out. There should be no issues with the weather. 
Tyone on normal rest, Cortez on three days rest. What do you oh, like better? The Nestor. Okay. Not even close. Okay. You brought that moron Tyone in in, game, in ah. the tie game in the 10th inning in game two. How'd that go? I don't trust that guy. <laughs> Just uh, being honest. Uh, we don't, we're, yeah. we're digging it. Um, when you go back and, and look at some of these games like Savali against the Yankees this year, does that play? Does regular season play into what you think for today's game? I think this is just – I, I don't know. Like, you know, um, I come at this from such a different perspective than I feel like your listeners and, like, the, the guests you probably have on the show sure. that are Cleveland-based. And I understand, like, kind of like if the Cleveland fan wants to be pessimistic with the way, like, the Guardians and the Indians before them, how the franchise has gone. What I can tell you as a Yankee fan here, and if you talk to any Yankee fan, like, they will tell you this, like a real Yankee fan, that in a spot like this – Aaron Savale, like, might it could be Sandy Koufax today, and I wouldn't be surprised. It just completely mowed down the Yankees, like Joe Musgrove did to the Mets in Game Three of the Wild Card Round. So, like, I know that the, like Savale could potentially pitch great today. I'm expecting him to pitch well because I know the profile of this Yankees team, and I know how they like they go down in big spots. Um, it's been a hallmark of the entire Boone tenure here. So, yeah, I. I, I think Savali's probably going to pitch well today. I, again, like I do think the Yankees should win the game. I would never bet on it, though. And maybe that is because I'm a fan, but I would not bet on this If game. it makes you feel better, we think Bailey Zappi is like Joe Montana right now, so it's about the same. Yeah, I think I we mean, have that same kind of feeling. Yeah, I tried to tell you guys last week the, the Browns were Browns were not good last week, but I feel better about them this week. feel better about the Browns. Really? Why? Week. Why do you feel better about them this week? I uh, just like the, like the point spread, I think, is a little out of whack here. Um, Ravens are six and a half right now against Cleveland. Um, I think that the Ravens are going to continue to take money. So something that I think you will hear like shallow sports betting content talk about over the course of the next couple of days mm-hmm. is uh, John Harbaugh's record like off off losses, right? Coming back home off losses. So lose at the Giants last week. Now they come home to play to play Cleveland. And Baltimore generally will get bet in this spot. So Baltimore open six now up to six and a half. I, I think that we'll see a seven in this game, and I think we'll see the Ravens a seven-point favorites. Mm. I would actually, I would take six and a half with Cleveland here. Um, but I think we'll get a better number, so I'm going to wait on this. I do think that this game is going to be close. Uh, I think Cleveland, and we talk about this every week now, has shot itself in the foot, obviously, over the last however many games, two and four. I mean, they could be four and two easily here and really could be making some noise once Deshaun comes back. I don't think that's going to be the case at this point, unfortunately. But I do like the Browns to keep this game close. Maybe not win on Sunday in Baltimore, but if I had to bet the game, I would never lay this many points with the Ravens, a team that has shown a propensity to blow leads late in games. I want no part of Baltimore on Sunday. What's the money say about folks buying into the Giants? Are they legit? The the Giants game, excuse me, is very interesting. The Giants are extremely interesting. Now, they are my favorite team out of all the teams that I grew up rooting for. And I feel like sports betting has kind of like killed my love of the Giants because I bet against them because I, I make my own numbers in the NFL. And anyone that makes numbers will have an edge on the Jaguars this week because, like, you you take, like, market closes and you take what you know about teams and you look at the roster and you say, okay, like, the Giants should never be plus three on the road in Jacksonville. The Jaguars should be bigger favorites. And I know people out there listening, you guys may be thinking, well, the Giants are five and one, the Jaguars are two and four. How's, how's that possible? I'm just saying, like, everyone's going to come to the same conclusion that does what I do. The Jaguars should be like four and a half or five point favorites in this game. Now, what you kind of have to to gauge in your own head, what are the Giants? 
If we are wrong collectively, sports bettors are wrong about the New York Giants, how are we wrong about them? Is this a team that is just getting extremely lucky and not turning the football over in big spots and forcing turnovers in big spots? I think some people would say that's great coaching, like with Brian Dable offensively with Mike Kafka and Wink Martindale on defense. Is this just a supremely well-coached team that is in the right place at the right time and Daniel Jones is not turning the football over? Like, Has it just been luck that they've gotten to this point? I I'm tend to think it's probably the former. So so it's almost as a sports better where you're forced to kind of confront your priors. By priors, I mean what you felt about a team coming into the year or even over the course of the season. Where now, after back-to-back -back wins against the Packers and the Ravens, I am forced to confront, okay, like I'm probably wrong about the Giants. And the betting market's probably wrong about the Giants. So we'll see where this point spread goes. I think if it went down to two and a half, I might have to bet Jacksonville just because I think like I would have like a major number edge there. But I think like the Giants are now wait and see mode for me personally because of the profile of this team I'm not really sure what they are or what the right number in this game should be now uh, just a quick basketball question for you because I'm looking at the Cavaliers and I'm looking at a big picture for the whole season I, I kind of look at them as uh, they're inside looking out meaning they're inside that playing tournament where they should be able to get to like the regular playoffs but I still think they're outside of the top teams in the east how do you see them this year and kind of when you look at the at, at the odds I think at BetMGM that it, that kind of echoes what I'm saying. What do you think? Yeah, so I, I, I think this about Cleveland, and I think Cavaliers fans should be like supremely excited about the future of the team. I don't think it happens this year, and I think we have seen countless examples in the NBA in the past, most notably with Jordan is the one everyone's going to talk to talk about with the Bulls, where you've got to lose before you before you eventually win. Um, I think the only team that kind of bucks that trend is maybe like the Steph Curry Warriors team that wanted to beat the Cavs for the first time in 2015. Not right. to rub salt in the wound. I bet yeah, the thanks. Cavs in that series. Thanks you know, if uh, if Kyrie and Kevin Love don't get hurt, the Cavs win that series in 2015. But there anyway, you go, Nick. Listen, it's just the truth. Like that's that's the truth. That absolutely is 100% fact. Um, so generally, you're going to need to see this team kind of take its lumps in the postseason before the Cavs probably get to an Eastern Conference Final or an NBA Finals. So right now, I think you're probably right about that. I mean, I, I think Cleveland could be a top six team for sure in the Eastern Conference, but I mean, they're definitely a top 10 team. And I would say certainly a top eight team at worst. So this is definitely a playoff team, definitely reason for excitement. Do I think they can win a championship this year? No. And I think if you're a Cavaliers fan, what I would be looking at this year, I think I've said this with you guys a couple weeks ago, what you need is for either Darius Garland or Evan Mobley to be that guy. Like, Donovan Mitchell's good. I think we know at this point that Donovan Mitchell is never going to be the best player on a team that wins a title, which is not an insult. He could be the second best player on a team that wins a title. So do the Cavs on the roster right now have a guy that can be the best player to win a championship on a team. I think Garland is most likely to be that guy. So I think that's really what you want this year. You need Garland or Mobley to take the leap. And then you'll know in the future that you can win a championship. So I don't think it's happening this year. And I don't even think that's a bad thing. I think the Cavs are set up for long-term success. Odds on the NBA champion. Top five teams. Who do you think? Uh, do you want me to give you like what the odds are or give you my opinion? Your opinion. opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Clippers are probably undervalued in the market right now. The Clippers are 7-1 to one to win the NBA championship. Like if, if Kawhi and Paul, and it is an if, right? If Kawhi and Paul George stay healthy, like this is the best team in the Western Conference. Like they're better than the Warriors. Uh, they're, I think the Lakers stink, so I would never bet the Lakers in any of these markets here. Um, I, I think the Warriors are probably going to take a little bit of a step back this year. Um, I 
I don't like the Lakers in the game tonight. I bet the under with the Lakers-Warriors in the season opener tonight. Clippers are the team that I'm looking at in the West, and if I had to pick a team to give them a ton of competition, I would look at Denver. So Denver last year makes the playoffs, lose to the Warriors in the first round. Jokic wins his second second MVP in a row. Uh, They didn't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. last season. They get both back now this season. So it's not just Jokic doing his thing, where he had one of the greatest statistical seasons ever last year. Now you add Murray and Porter to the mix. So Clippers and the Nuggets are the two teams I'd be interested in in the Western Conference. In the East, the Celtics are not only the favorite to win the East, but to win the championship. I disagree with that. I think the Sixers are better, and I think the Bucks are better than Boston. So I would never bet uh, Boston. Milwaukee would be the team I would look at. Just keep in mind, Chris Middleton is, is out for a while for, for Milwaukee, like potentially until Christmas. So we might not see Milwaukee fully hit its stride until once we flip the, uh, the calendar to 2023. But when it's all said and done, I think Milwaukee and Philly will be the two teams in the East. The Clippers and the Nuggets are the two teams I really like in the West. Nick, as always, we love talking to you. It's been great, and thanks for giving us the insight. Give everybody your out cue. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. And I would say go Yankees, and I hope the Guardians lose, but I'm not that type of guy. So I hope everyone enjoys their day. Ah, thank you, Nick. Appreciate you. you. Thank that you, That was the host of You Better, You Bet and Odyssey Sports betting insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. 